Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by ProMil Gold 4 with brain-boosting alpha lipids that help speed up brain connections up to 100 times faster through myelination. Help raise your alpha kid to think fast with ProMil Gold 4. The Eavesdrop. No filter. Off kilter. Exclusively on Spotify. We are good to go. Hello, gang. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Eavesdrop Podcast. It is quite a full day today. We've got (laughs) folks joining us, and you will find out exactly why later on. But my name is Jelly. You've also got Francesca, Delamar, and of course, Drew taking care of everything so we sound good for you. (laughs) Welcome. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Yes, I love it. It it is Uh, a full day. This is, I think, the first time we're going to have this this many people on the pod. You know, the reason for that is (laughs) at the same time. I'm I'm kind of nervous about it because we've been on lockdown and we haven't been with a lot of people. So this is really like overwhelming a little bit, (laughs) but in a good way, you know. This reminds me of the life before COVID. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, oh my God, are we socializing right now? Is we this, are socializing. Don't don't With jinx it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the reason why we have quite a number of folks joining us today is because um, well, we need a lot of help. We need all the help that we can get when it comes to our kids. I mean, oh, our yeah. listeners already know this. We're always <laughs> expressing, sharing with them the problems that we come across. And, you know, we're getting tips from each other. And this time around, we're getting tips from, well, experts. Um, I just wanted to share with everyone. So you already know that I'm homeschooling Juliana, right, guys? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, Good on you. Good on you. And one of the best decisions, seriously, for it's a, I, I feel like it's a pandemic gift. Mm. And whenever we, we do new 
topics, new lessons. Like recently, we were adding double digits. And then I was explaining something to her for when, you know, the last digit goes over 10, mm. you know, like what happens to it. You and carry she over. figured it out right away. Oh, I didn't even get as far as telling her, you know, to carry it over. <laughs> And I was so amazed. Like you're making wow. my brain hurt. You're making my brain hurt. <laughs> I will stop right there. That is as technical as stop. I will go. But <laughs> listen, for me, I was amazed that she got it right away, even with fractions. Like she learns it one time and she already knows it. And I'm like, hold on. I had a hard time with fractions. I remember that much. And even with addition, I know I still had problems. I think I still have problems with it now. <laughs> and I keep thinking, oh, my daughter is pretty smart. But when I chat with other moms, other dads, their kids are the same. So I realize it's not my it's daughter. It's a whole generation. It's a Jelly. whole generation. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's what it is. We're raising these kids. And with everything that's coming at them, you know, media, the world, the things that mm -hmm. adults talk that's about right. in the presence of their kids, it can't be helped mm -hmm. that they're going to mature faster than us. Because when we were kids, we were not exposed to a lot of the topics that they're exposed to. We were not even mm -hmm. talked to the way we talk to our children. So yes, absolutely. it's a different ball game. Yeah. So let's get on with it. Yeah, and it's like different connections being made, right? Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Right. All right. So we need to we need help understanding this generation do. and okay. knowing how to sort of navigate with this generation because ours is totally different. So we've got one of three experts joining us today. The first one is a developmental behavior pediatrician joining us all the way from Washington DC. So ka time zone ni Delamar to give us the scientific <laughs> perspective behind Generation Alpha's brain development. Okay, we're talking about Generation Alpha being the generation of all of our kids, those yeah. born from 2010 until 2024. So, pasoklat mm -hmm. ng kids namin. Right. Please welcome to the Eavesdrop Podcast, Dr. Ryan Oy. Hey. Hey. Hi there. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. You know no, what? Oh, thank well, you. Thank you for, for guesting <laughs> on the show. I feel like, you know, you, you're a guy that we should have on our speed dial. You know, when it comes to me, when it comes to our children and their brain development, because sometimes I'm like, whoa, I can't I really can't keep up, you know, uh, and I'm sure other moms can relate to. <laughs> I can relate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> OK, well, Dr. Ryan, you're going to tell us all about these kids brain, right? Um, because they really think very differently from us. Uh I don't like the way my daughter gets to negotiate with me. She's so good <laughs> at it already. Um, you know, Dell actually shared something about the brain to us a couple of times. And mm -hmm. do you, what was it you said, Dell? Like the, the brain is the most ex expensive, expansive organ? Expensive because a lot, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, doctor, but I, I'm very much interested in neuroscience and in listening right. to all these podcasts. That's what I heard, that the brain is the most expensive organ in the body. Something like 20% of our fuel goes to the brain. And when you, if you imagine that, that's, right. that's a lot, right? Isn't it? Right. So it's actually the most like 
um, of the energy budget goes to fueling the brain. It does require a lot of like sugar and calories and all that stuff, because again, it's an active organ. It's constantly firing um, much more in kids, especially like Right, like, yeah. right, right. Well, I'm I'm just curious to know just how crucial it is mm. for us parents to focus on brain development mm-hmm. since like knowing that piece of information that it's a very expensive organ. Well, how can we help them along to develop their brain? Right. So as a uh, developmental pediatrician, we always emphasize the importance of um, brain development and this concept of golden window of opportunity. Mm. This golden window of opportunity is basically like view it as a window that's open. So it's it's free flowing. So you really want to capitalize everything and hoping that the child kind of takes in everything. And this happens um, from zero to five years old. So as we know, um, 90% of the brain develops during this period. And so it's very important for us to really like use this time, this Maximize sensitive period. This. Right. Exactly, exactly. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so what happens right, during this window of opportunity and what can, what do we do, you know, to, to maximize this time? <laughs> right. So in this period, obviously, there's a lot of connections that are happening. Mm-hmm. And so, like, again, per second, kids or children um, can have like one million synapses. So the neuronal processes um, does a lot of the synapses, right. meaning they're making a lot of connections. And we really want to um, capitalize in this um, period, we want to lay um, a great foundation because as we know, right, mm-hmm. um, whatever we see during this period gives us a foresight of what the future of that child. So obviously, if you have a really good foundation, you're you're, right. you're confident that you're setting that child up for success. Obviously, on the flip side, so, if you're not having a good foundation, um, not a whole lot of um, good things are happening, then you might foresee that the future might be a little bit bleak as well, if that makes sense. Well, mm. So what is a good foundation? What is it we're aiming mm. for as parents? Right. If we want to help our children to become fasting thinkers, what is a good foundation we can provide? That's a really good question. And so we kind of think of it as... Um, the genetics, right? It's the concept of the nature versus nurture, right? So genetics, some of it obviously is pre-programmed, but then there's also a lot of things that we can do, environmental, nutrition, um, the positive experiences, um, giving them quality stimuli. Those are all very important to set up the brain for good development. So um, obviously proper nutrition kind of like really helps um, build a, f- a good foundation and then you kind of add on to it positive experiences quality stimuli talking to them and all that stuff are really helpful okay. dr ryan you emphasized earlier this golden window of opportunity of zero to five years old but what if we've already sort of missed that mm. opportunity like uh, right. we're hearing this message now but our kids are a lot older mm-hmm. but we of course we still want them to excel is there anything that we can actually do to sort of catch up right right so a lot of parents believe that oh um the brain is again genetically predetermined so it's like ah, oh, we can't really do anything much about it but that's mm. not true um again the concept of that golden window of opportunity mm-hmm. is open Obviously, when that kind of time has lapsed, we kind of view it as a window that's already closed. 
But that doesn't mean to say that, oh, the child can never make progress, but it would take us a lot more mm-hmm. effort, right? A lot more repetition, a lot more um, things to do on our part to try to um, make the child progress versus if we really capitalize on that window being open, it's much easier for kids to learn and pick up things. And, and yeah, I hope that you, you understand that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. We got that. We got that. I don't know. because I don't yes, know, yes. Doc, because my brain is not that fast. <laughs> I know. So at our age, is it just like too bad? Like, okay, you've missed it totally. Friend, this is for our kids, not for us. I sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So that's why again we we always like um make use of this golden uh, window of opportunity because that's very, very important. Um Okay, um, Dr. Ryan, because we, we're hearing about this Generation Alpha and just the name alone, they alpha. sound like, you know, they're leading the pack. They're leading yeah. the future generations because they're at the very forefront. They're like starting this off. They're very different. And what we're hearing is that these kids are they should be fast thinkers for them to be able to cope with what this generation comes with. Is there, um, like, what are your thoughts on these uh, Generation Alpha or let's label them as Alpha Kids? What's your thoughts on them? Right. Um, again, this is a very interesting generation. Um, I we, I would assume like we are all coming from the generation of the millennials. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. we're all millennials. We'll just um, say yes, yes, Doc. We'll just say <laughs> yes. This, yes. Yeah. Toads, toads. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then this next generation, Generation Alpha, um, are really very different. So we really need to understand them because obviously our generation is very different from theirs. Um, and so we really, again, need to set them up for success um, because we know that the best predictor for being um, a great adult, again, leaders, fast thinkers, are our cognitive skills, right? Our, our ability to have information, problem solving, but also the importance of the social emotional aspect of it. So, right, as a great, as, as a leader, you mentioned, um, not only do we need to be bright and smart, but we also need to have good interpersonal skills, um, good emotional regulation, right. intelligence, and, and all that stuff. Right. All right. I, so I, that, that all goes down into the foundation that we're trying to lay down. Yes, Dr. Right. Exactly. Well, I was just wondering, does sleep play any role in, mm. let's say, the brain development for the these these alpha kids? Right. Of course. I think anyone, obviously everyone, the, the importance of sleep is good for everyone, not just for kids. But obviously for kids, we really place a lot of importance about sleep because that's also when the time when the brain recharges and they make a lot more connections. It makes the information that they learn solidify, actually. And so they need to have these um, um, good quality of sleep. So so you're saying... I have a question with regards to sleep. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, go no, on. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, go on. Go on, Jelly. <laughs> no, because I was like thinking with regards to sleep, and this is a problem that I'm having. What, which one's more important, longer sleep or is the the time that they went to bed, Does is that a factor as well? Uh, very interesting question. I would say that um, the quality of sleep, obviously the quality and duration of sleep. Um, so, for example, there are some moms or parents who would want to um, ask their kids to go um, to bed very early 
but then is the kid really falling right. asleep, right? Mm. And so, right, are they probably just in bed but tossing and turning? So they're not really getting a good quality of sleep. So in the morning, they might appear sleepy, sluggish. So again, technically, you put them early in bed, but they didn't really get the exact number of sleep that's required, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So I would say it's both the quality of sleep and also a duration right, of sleep. Right, okay. a balance. Yeah. Oh. Yep, exactly. You were about to say, Dell. I was just, uh, I, I just wanted to ask because I, I heard this uh, again with the brain. Uh, somebody was asked, a psychologist was asked one time, like, what is the, the most important thing we can teach our children in this new world? that we live in and I remember the psychologist saying it's not going to be like for you and me like when we grew up we we went to school we learned what we learned and for the most part things stayed the same but for this generation the pace of information and the new things that are being learned it's just so fast that the children we're raising need to be just as fast and the psychologist said our children will be learning for the rest of their lives, much more than us. Is, do you think that's yeah. true? That's very true, right? So again, development happens in a continuum. So obviously prenatally, even before the child is born, the brain is developing. And then even as adults, we're still developing, but obviously not as much as during the golden um, window of opportunity from this zero to five, exactly. Um, and like what you said, I think this generation are really fast learners. These uh, these kids grow up basically their entire life with smartphones and tablets. Yes. Um, they're 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 um they want to get information really quick, very fast. Versus us, I remember when I was younger, we would go to the library, yep. research. We didn't yep. have internet phones. Yes. And so we really have to, if that makes sense. Now with the quick um, um fingertips, like in their fingertips, they can get information fast, and so. Um, I think what to your question again, how do we help them? Yeah. I think we also need to understand also the importance of um, teaching them about the importance of technology, using it in, an, in, in for their advantage and mm -hmm. really focus on the good stuff. Because as you know, there's also downside of downside of having social media and technology Correct. and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think yeah. being there, being part of their learning process is very important. Wow. I think um, obviously brain development now is such a totally different ball game, you know, because we are raising these alpha kids and uh, I trust that they will be leaders. I think they're going to they're going to live up to this alpha moniker, you know, and <laughs> Dr. Ryan, Oy, thank you for actually, you know, giving us a lot of insight on on brain development and how really important it is to maximize this golden window of opportunity. Right? right. I mean, I wish I had known that. Um, but at least now the mamas, we, yes, yeah. we are passing it forward. And the moms you hear who the listen, message. the parents who listen to this podcast today will know, you know, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to have to do because there's no escaping it. Technology, they are living in a, in a generation filled with technology. They're born into it, you yeah. know, and right. we're going to have to help them maximize it. Amazing. Thanks, doctor. Thank you so, so much. much. Thank you for having me again. Thank, Thank you, you, Dr. Ryan Uy. You know what, um, Del and Fran, what I was uh, reading about Generation Alpha, they're, they're also known as the I-Generation because they were born when the iPad was created, <laughs> when Instagram was launched. They they have another name for them, the Screenagers, because there's always a screen, screen in front of them. <laughs> 
screenagers. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about this golden window of opportunity. We already know that the brain development is something that we really need to set our sights on. Like it has to be one of our goals, something that we need to support. And Dr. Ryan mentioned that we need to support that with nutrition. So guess what? We have a nutrition scientist. It's actually my first time to meet a nutrition scientist. Mm -hmm. And her role is to explain why, you know, some of these some of these ingredients or nutrients that we will be needing for brain development, something that we can make sure we supply our kids with. So joining us this morning, we also have Dr. Celeste Tanchoko. Hi, Dr. Tanchoko. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Tanchoko. Hi to you. You know, her voice sounds so... I don't know, like comforting and yes. <laughs> what exactly what we need from a doctor. Right. Earlier, Dr. Tanchoko, um, Dr. Ryan Oi mentioned the importance of nutrition to really support brain development, which is really what we should focus on if we want to utilize and take advantage of this golden window of opportunity. So we wanted to ask you, as a nutrition scientist, what kind of nutrition should our children get? So we can support, you know, um, like optimal, maximize this brain development for them. What kind of food should they eat? Uh, during the first year of, first two years of life, uh, breast milk remains the food of choice. However, milk formulas are acceptable substitute when breastfeeding is not possible. Now, uh, we say that children should be getting optimal nutrition or the best nutrition by providing all, them all the essential nutrients and a tool that can be used to guide mothers whether the nutrition requirements are met is what we call the Philippine Dietary Reference Intake or the PDRI. And uh, with all the essential nutrients uh, important, these are listed in the tool and uh, when, this is, when these nutrients are met, then we say that uh, the child is getting optimal nutrition. However, for this age group, there are nutrients which are prioritized, especially fat. Uh, why? Because of energy. And the energy requirements of children and young in, uh, infants and young children are very high because of larger surface area because of growth, the demands for growth, as well as increased activity. Now, it is generally said that uh, when the fat requirement is not met, then this might be uh, deleterious to the child because a brain is composed of 60% fat and it's said to be the fattest organ in the body for this age, and it has the highest fat or lipid content in the form of phospholipids. And this is essential. Uh, phospholipids are essential for neurological development and brain functions, especially for uh, young children. Why? Because uh, there, is, there are evidences to show that if there are um, insults to 
phospholipid metabolism, then it is more critical after birth. And therefore, this might affect the myelination of the brain, which is important for faster uh, nerve transmission, as well as faster thinking of the child. Therefore, early nutrition influences myelination and cognition. And phospholipids are important no molecules that provide structure and protection of cells, not only for the brain cells, but for all cells of the body and are vital nutrients in myelination and subsequent brain development. Okay, so we're learning here that we literally have to feed our brain, you know, not just with books, but with good nutrition to help it develop. So these phospholipids, Dr. Tanjoko, they're found in food. I mean, so we know, so like we, we can have a list of, I guess, um, nutrition-filled food that we can, you know, uh, give our children. Where can we find this? So phospholipids are found in foods. They are abundant in egg yolk, organ meats, lean meats, fish, shellfish, peanuts, and soybeans. Now, milk preparation enriched with phospholipids are available for infants and toddlers. Okay. Doctora, you know, all this talk, I, I remember hearing about DHA being an important brain nutrient. But recently, I've been hearing a lot about alpha lipids. And I think that's the recent breakthrough ingredient for brain development. So my question is, what are alpha lipids and what are the benefits and sources of alpha lipids? The alpha lipids uh, is an alpha lactalbumin enriched whey protein concentrate and that uh, gives uh, that goes through a patented process that results in a retention of a higher levels of phospholipids. Uh, uh, the alpha lipids will include five major phospholipids found in human milk. Uh, they are scientifically proven to help speed up brain connections up to 100 times faster through myelination. Myelination is a process of wrapping of nerve fibers with a substance called myelin sheet. The myelin sheet is important for faster brain connections and faster transmission of brain connections will lead to a faster thinker. Mm, the fast thinkers. You know, uh, Dr. Tanchoko, when you were talking about the phospholipids, and I remember hearing, I've heard alpha lipids. I wondered if it was from the same family. Kasi pareho sila ng surname, lipids, ba? So <laughs> what I'm understanding from your explanation mm -hmm. is that there are five phospholipids in alpha lipids, or rather alpha lipids would include five major phospholipids. Okay. Um, doc, because like Del mentioned, she's been hearing about DHA and it's the same thing with me. But now it's like there's this, um, everyone's talking about alpha lipids a whole lot more when it comes to brain development. Does that mean that DHA is no longer enough? Parang, no, now it's alpha lipids is all you need. DHA will not suffice. What's your take on that, Doc? Phospholipids are important for DHA 
production or formation. So DHA alone is not enough as other nutrients are also important for brain growth and development. It is the latest breakthrough in brain function. They help speed up brain connection to myelination and brain connections are important because they enable us to move, think, and do just about anything. So DHA facilitates brain development, while choline is also important for brain uh, development and signaling. Lutein helps protect the eyes by filtering blue light and acts as an antioxidant. In other words, the phospholipids are important for formation of DHA, formation of choline, as well as for lutein formation. Okay. All right. So, so if let's just say a child is already eating uh, healthy food, uh, do they still mm -hmm. need to drink milk? Why or why not? Well, yes. Milk is an important uh, part of the diet, not only for the child, even for adults. In fact, uh, we recommend that we continue based on our nutritional guidelines for Filipinos, we should continue drinking milk. Yes, milk should be part of a child's diet because milk is a good source of protein. In fact, uh, we say uh, that it is a complete protein. Uh, it is also rich in calcium, phosphorus, riboflobin, vitamin B12, and uh, most milk are fortified with vitamin D and A. So milk is important because of all the nutrients that they provide, plus the fact that these nutrients are important for brain function. Now, other than milk, uh, we have to mention that uh, alpha lipids, DHA, choline, lutein, as well as zinc, iron, and iodine are important nutrients for the brain. And uh, this will have to be emphasized, especially for growing children. All right. That's good to know, especially in... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, in, in the golden window of opportunity with our kids, um, because honestly, to be honest, sometimes it's hard to get our kids to eat the veggies. <laughs> But Uh-oh. they do love their milk. Yes, right? they do. Yes. All our kids. <laughs> so Dr. Tadroka, that's very reassuring that they can get all of the lipids, the DHA, the alpha lipids um, by drinking their milk as well as, of course, the, you know, we, the, the veggies that we try to make them eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so thank you so much, Doctora, for sharing with us all these you know pieces of information that we can yes. you know not just us but people who listen to the post- podcast who have young kids. This can mm-hmm. help them raise their children very well. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by ProMil Gold 4 with brain-boosting alpha lipids that help speed up brain connections up to 100 times faster through myelination. Help raise your alpha kid to think fast with ProMil Gold 4. We're moving along with our conversation about brain development and how important it is to hit this right at the golden window of opportunity of ages zero to five. And our next guest, um, he is a global and highly respected educator and industry leader, priding himself of leading innovative change in children's education in the Philippines. And his role is to shed light on the connection of fast thinking and learning. So please welcome to the Eavesdrop Podcast, David Esteban. Hi, David. Hey, Francesca. Hello. Hi, Jelly. And hi, Del. It's a pleasure hi. to be here. Thank you for hi, having David. me. Hi, David. Thank you for joining us, even though we know that you'd rather just be enjoying where you are right now. He's in El Nido, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> I'm really jealous uh-huh. at this point. <laughs> Move to El Nido, come. It's possible. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's even better that I'm able to be here and chat with you. So that's great. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> All right. David, just like with Dr. Oi and Dr. Tanchoko, we want to get all the tips that we can on, you know, raising these kids and raising them well. We do want them mm-hmm. to be fast thinkers, especially yeah. since this is a generation that's leading the pack. We want our kids to be out there in the forefront as well. Um we have several of our listeners are like millennial moms. We'd like to say we are millennial moms as well, but we would be lying. <laughs> but we want we've noticed that the learning for the kids nowadays for Generation Alpha, it's so fast paced. But is that just something that we feel because our generation is so different? Like how different is this generation from our generation? Wow. Well, you know. Kids learn, children learn, humans learn. This is what really makes us human. Um, and um, the best learners amongst humans are children. You know, so that that golden window of opportunity that you've been we've st- been speaking about today is really true. You know, up to ninety percent of what we ever learn, we learn between the years of zero and five, right? So the pace of learning for children three to five years old is incredible. It's a fantastic. If we could continue learning like that forever, we would be superheroes, right? Um, So um, I don't know whether the children now are learning at a faster pace necessarily than we did, for example, when we we were at their age. Um, But what I do Mm. know, what I can say, is that there have been huge awareness uh, shifts in, in how 
kids learn. So we're more aware of how children learn. Mm. Um, and so we're more able to help them make the most of their learning, you know, by engaging them appropriately um, with different kinds of learning materials, different kinds of activities, um, even some of the even some of the apps that you might be able to find online. You know, there's some of them might be very well designed to help children uh, to increase literacy or, you know, being able to work with language and numeracy, you know, which is the basic math skills at a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other thing that we're more aware of is how individual learning paths are. Right. So every child is unique and they each have their own way of learning and our increased sensitivity uh, to how our children learn um, can really make a huge difference in um, increasing the pace of their learning so they can really be fast learners and eventually fast thinkers as well, right? Um, it, so in some ways, yes, the way that they learn is, is very different. The Generation Alpha, they're yeah. true digital natives, you know, mm-hmm. um, they, mm-hmm. they, Come into the world. I like that term, digital yeah. natives. Digital I like that. Native. That's a good term. Yeah, yeah that's really, really what they are. <laughs> that's right. We're we're digital immigrants, right? So I'm generation. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm Generation X, and so um, at the at, at the younger end of Generation X, um, but but Gen X nonetheless. Sure, sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember getting my first uh, getting my hands on a PC, you know, when I was maybe. Um, we were lucky in the house, you know, I had older siblings and so they had an Apple II and I must've been around seven or eight years old. Um, and I had no idea how to use it, you know, cause you had to, yeah. you had to <laughs> type in words to interact with this machine. Right. Right. Whereas now it's so much more intuitive and, and the children yes. are able to interact with the digital world and the world of information so much more quickly, so, so much more intuitively and, and better. <laughs> than we were when we were at that age. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is just so exciting. Everything you're telling us and what we've heard mm-hmm. from the two experts, like the the brain, the child's brain is amazing in the sense that it it can learn so much within a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So as a parent, and this is going to get so real right now, <laughs> how can we help our children when there's something they're having a hard time learning? Because no matter how smart your child is, there will be one topic that they might not yeah. get. So as parents, how, how can we help them? Well, we all have difficulty learning something sometimes, right? Not just kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I put my hand up yeah. in here as well. I definitely have difficulty learning things sometimes as well. And so uh, I think when we see that, when a child is having difficulty learning something, we can take this as a real opportunity because not only will the child learn about that thing they're having difficulty learning about eventually, but they will also learn how to overcome difficulty, right? So it's a chance right. to learn about perseverance, persistence, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Uh, maybe lateral thinking, you know, maybe one, one, yes. one reason they might not be learn, learn particular things because they're thinking about it in a more linear way. Perhaps it might be helpful to approach it from a different perspective. Um, mm, right. And so uh, as parents, as educators, um, it's often been said our most important role um, is cheerleader, right? The learning happens with the child, right. not with us, right? So it mm-hmm. has to happen at their pace. And our role Mm -hmm. is to encourage them to learn, to support them in their learning, and to help them take control of that learning. 
which sometimes might mean patience. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Do you have anything for patience for the parents? Therein lies the problem. Because <laughs> we know what a to do, but the pa- oh, oh, we need patience. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just want to say when y- you were talking earlier about, um, you know, it's the child's pace. I have three kids. And and the two are very logical. It's very easy to to teach them. The last one, my gosh, it's like logic does not apply in her brain. All of a sudden, <laughs> David, I tell you, I kid you not, just this week, she connected the name of the letter with the sound it makes. She, I know she knows it all, but she hadn't connected it yet. Right. And then one time she says, "Mom, this is this is a b b baby." And I just on instinct, I said, what letter makes a sound? B. And she thought about it and she said, B. And I was nice. a cheerleader, David. I had, you know, yeah. pom-poms <laughs> and I was jumping. And just like you said, when she learned that she had learned it, she was more willing to participate. She kept pointing at things and asking me. So yeah. <laughs> it's such a great reminder that you're not the one learning. It's the child. Right. Uh, I really like yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, and, it, and, it made and, me think. And she, uh, she she undoubtedly has other skills. You know, this thing of um, mm-hmm. not necessarily thinking in a linear manner is, is super duper valuable yes. when it comes to creativity and synthesis. And so, um, right. yeah, I'm excited to hear more about that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, David, when you said that we are the best role that we can play is as cheerleader, I was like, okay, I need to keep that in mind because, uh, you know, homeschooling, sometimes it's not that easy and you just right. want her to get it so you can already move yes. on to like the next lesson. Um that's the struggle for me as a homeschooling parent, but I know a lot of the other parents out there are not having an easy time because now kids are learning at home online while the parent yeah, while the parents are doing work as well. Yes. And we can't always you know, be there for the kids as they go through their lessons and, you know, cheer them on and encourage them all the time. So what are your tips for those parents who are really struggling with online schooling? Just like they said, alam ko, my child is the one who's enrolled, but why does it feel like I'm enrolled (laughs) with them? What are your tips for those parents who are really struggling because they're also busy working? First of all, I have to say it it is a real challenge. And so um, I want to commend all moms and dads who are taking an active role in their um, children's education. It's very, very important. And um, I know your children undoubtedly appreciate it. Um, And, um, you know, I just want to commend each and every one of you. It's a lot of work, (laughs) right? Um, Of course, you talked about providing the correct nutrition. So that's that's also Mm -hmm. very important. It's very difficult on an empty stomach. And so when we right. you know, prepare for learning, uh, make sure the nutrition is sorted out and the right kind of nutrition, um, as Dr. Tanchoko was talking about, you know, it's got, it has to be nutritious. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, of course, promo gold for um, the alpha lipids therein uh, really are helpful in building those um, brain connections. My, my mom used to always tell us about brain food. And so the kind of food that she would set aside mm. for us. Uh, when we were studying, yes. yeah. uh, we're always, you know, peanuts and those types of things, Mm-mm. right? Um, so, um, but there are other ways that we can support our kids. Um, I, I think the most important is to be a role model of learning, right? So l- this is 
children are going to learn from us, not so much from what we say, unfortunately, <laughs> but they're going to follow mm. what we do, right? Mm, right and so yeah. um, mm-hmm. if we can showcase how we learn, you know, and, and maybe even consciously bring some attention to uh, the fact that you're learning something. So we all have to learn things for work every now and then. You know, we might have to, uh, we have to study something or improve in a particular area or do some continuing professional development, whatever it is. Um, mention to the child that, hey, we're, I'm learning here at this time as well. And this is, so I, and this is how I learn, right? And you can even mention if you're having difficulty learning. It's totally great, right? So that the child, um, child understands that it's not always um, easy. It's, learning is always, if you ask me, I, I find learning always fun, but it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's work, you know. Um, the other thing we, I, I recommend we do is we pay attention to the way that your child mm-hmm. learns. Um, you have a unique perspective um, by being parents. You can see uh, what they engage with, what they like learning about, right? And also how mm-hmm. they learn, what what way of learning works for them? Do they uh, do they prefer videos? Do they have to actually give it a go themselves? Um, is it a mixture of all of these things? Um, and then try to connect that with the real world or what matters to them. All right. So if you know that they like uh, um, baking, or if they know that pizza, pizza is yeah. a fantastic context for learning fractions, for example. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we can do things like that. Right. And, and that also helps to make it real. It helps to make it applied and um, embodied. Right. So when children, especially yes. the ages of three to five, when they learn, they learn with their entire body, not just with their minds. Mm. And so the more we can make right. the learning physical, you know, by having them use mm-hmm, something they can yeah. manipulate, um, like pizza. Yes. Um, then <laughs> like Oreos, yeah. Del, remember I, your Oreos I manipulate yeah. pizza really well. Though. I mean, I can do that. <laughs> Same thing. It doesn't last very long in my hands, though, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, the other things we can do is um, this is a big one. It's really set aside time to read, right? Because, um, mm. you know, Generation Alpha, they're going to have challenges that go beyond um what happens in school school is just helping them to prepare for a 21st century which is going to be full of challenges and opportunities um Mm -mm. some of them really significant you know um compared to the things that we've gone through and um what's going to be important and i know you spoke about this earlier um what's going to be important for them is that they continue to learn and that they are Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. confident learners you know, that they know they can learn. Yes. So that, uh, right. yeah, if we have a world where, you know, artificial intelligence is changing the landscape of, of, of labor, you know, it's going to completely change yeah. the, how, to, how we work, the kinds of jobs we'll be doing. Um, we'll have to right. maybe learn mid-career and suddenly shift and go into a completely different kind of, um, uh, of uh, work that might be unrelated to what Field, we've been doing in the yeah. past. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. But if we know how to learn, uh, then we'll be better prepared to succeed in that kind of environment. And reading is a huge advantage. Uh, what we've seen in home-based teaching and learning uh, through the pandemic is that uh, children who are more self-directed in their learning do better. And the thing that helps children become more self-directed 
um, early on is reading. So we can help them become good readers by reading to them regularly. Right? So I would recommend setting aside two sessions of reading per day, once mm -hmm. first thing in the morning and once at the end of the day. Uh, That's nice. have, uh, is there a duration for it, David? A, a I mean, duration? should it last a specific time? Yeah. The, the, the duration matter, of their like... favorite book. <laughs> yeah, nice, <laughs> yeah. nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> right, right. Yes. No, and I also um, like maybe the, this is the time where, because you just said they will learn not just from what we tell them, but how we act around them. Mm. So you, they should really see us see reading books as well, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Yes. So for the once they can read on their own, then you can set aside time uh, for family reading time. You know, maybe before bedtime, no screens, maybe twenty minutes or so, where everyone just reads books, right? And that, mm. yeah, yeah. that can go a really long way. Yeah. I like that idea. That's a good idea. I mean, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine that room. It's going to be quiet. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> you like quiet. Yeah. I think I like that's quiet the right whole now. point there. <laughs> yes. It's quiet time. I think yeah. there will be a different uh, bedtime routine for all the eves now with our kids. We'll be introducing that thanks to you, David. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've got one last question, you know, just because we're talking so sure. much about alpha kids and this generation alpha um how special are they like what makes them truly special and you know since these kids are ahead of their game is it right that we call them alpha kids since we've been we're just uh, getting that name because they're generation alpha but now it's actually because they represent being ahead of the game is that right david uh you're asking about uh whether we can call uh kids who are ahead of their game alpha kids um, I'd say, yeah, you know, definitely. Um, and we can help them be ahead of their game by being parents and educators who engage with the child, right? So that's really what's important. Um, and generation as a whole, um, has unique skills and challenges before them, right? They're the largest generation since the baby boomers, right? As a global generation. Uh, and the baby boomers, those born between 1946 and 1964, they completely changed uh, the landscape of the world. They changed so much about the world. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of it was driven by their demand. You know, from an economic perspective, their demand for uh, things like rock and roll. And um, uh, think about how much that changed culture. Uh, things like the oh, yes. motor vehicle. <laughs> exactly. Right. Mm. Um, things like... Um, because they had more women who were empowered to enter the workforce, things like yeah. the, the the kitchen appliances, you know, all of these mm. things were were, oh. were driven by the boomers, and um, they could mm. they had that much market power because they were such a massive generation, and Generation Alpha okay. is the biggest generation since them, so they will also have oh. quite a lot of. Um, uh, of say, yeah, of impact. That's right. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. this is great because um, they are faced with some significant challenges. You know, the climate challenge, uh, the um, how artificial intelligence is going to uh, change. You know, uh, industrialization. You know, um, uh, and a lot of these issues that they're facing don't have 
national boundaries. You know, they're international issues. They don't they don't care about you know a line that's drawn on a map. Climate is is climate, right? And so uh, yeah. the the additional challenge of really understanding other humans and accepting them for who they are and looking for commonality rather than trying to find difference. Um, Differences. Yeah. You know, these are the things that the um, that Generation Alpha um, is really, uh, these are some of the challenges they're going to have to overcome. But technology and being digital natives, this is really um, an, an, a, an important strength for them, right? Because technology mm. also crosses boundaries and can also connect people and can also allow information to pass between people um, and also um, allow people to communicate with one another so that they can together, you know, overcome these challenges. Um, it, it's going to be very important that our children are, um, that the, the, the Generation Alpha um, is creative, that they have mm -hmm. um, cognitive flexibility, you know, and uh, and us as parents right now, what we can do today to help them develop all of this is play with them. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's so true. 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> we forget that. We forget that as parents sometimes. No, because like we're so busy with work and household yes. stuff yeah. and life. And life. And, and life, life. but but you yeah. know when you said that because uh, recently we bought a Monopoly, a game of Monopoly where the tokens are dinosaurs and the properties Fun. are dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> and and I realized just on the one time that we we played it, all the whole family, the kids learned about yeah the money, all of that, but strategy, and they could yeah. see from their parents that I yes. had no strategy, the dad had every strategy, <laughs> <laughs> but. But then I had to tell my children, I said, hey, look, look, look. Yeah, this is the game, but look how dad is playing it. He's going to win. Mm. And he's always winning because, because I thought, mm. yeah, the learning is so rife, but it's a game. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This and is, this is it, a great conversation, David. Play is <laughs> so important. No, it's great. I love it. And play is such an important yeah. part of um, how, you know, all primates learn, you know, and, and, and. And we um, continue right. to learn by play, you know? Correct. And one of the. Yeah. Because yes. it's so immersive, yes. right? All yes. of the lessons that you can get, it's all there. That's right. And you're feeling it. You're with living it. And obviously, it's like yeah. the playing. You're but living you, it. You were saying, Kanina, they can manipulate it. They can learn more when they manipulate it. In a game, you're. Friend, you said it right. It's immersive. You're in it, you're in it the is. game. Right. It, it's huh. immersive. If I can add one thing also, it's immersive and yet it's safe. Right. Yeah. And, so, yes. and so they can take risks. They can try things. That's right. Yes. You know, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's, when, oh, when, that's really good. Yeah. I like that. Quick We're going to have to. <laughs> a quick question, though, that, sure. David. Does it count if you're playing? In a game, like playing in a using a gadget with them, because yeah. <laughs> since my daughter on weekends <laughs> she loves to play games on her phone because she gets to use the phone on weekends. So she's asking us to be part of the game with yes. her. Does that count? Yes. It does. Okay. It does, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like a, a gadget is just a tool, like anything else, right? So if you're talking about a, mm -hmm. a sandbox, a set of blocks, um, you know, right. a, a baseball, a football, uh -huh. Legos, or a gadget. <laughs> It's the 
same thing, right? It's just a thing. It's just a context. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's a great way to learn, actually. In fact, um, uh, it's a great way to engage with kids. Um, it, it, and some, some of these games really allow them to go off on their own and, and learn on their own yeah. time, which, is, which can be yeah. very good, as long, especially if we are monitoring it and are aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and can engage with them. Right. And this is what's important is because they might be learning, but not aware that they are learning. And so sometimes our role yeah. is to reflect it back to them. To bring yes, it out. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Oh Mm-mm. my gosh. Make what them. a conversation. This is really good making me feel good about parenting. Like I feel like, okay, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> you can totally do it. Humans have been doing it for, for, for what? Hundreds of thousands of years, a million years. Since we've been alive. <laughs> Since yeah, our exactly. species That's has been right. on this planet. Yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, right, because it's also it's reassuring because you know it, Generation Alpha, these Alpha kids, you know, I mean, obviously not our generation, and there is a learning curve for us as as moms and dads, you know, and we want to make sure that we're ushering them and navigating them the right yes. way. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's exciting though. It's an exciting time for them. Yeah. Yes, and um, just one quick thing on on when it comes to generations. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Gen X, Gen Y, millennials, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to uh, set their values between their ages of 15 and, uh, and 25, 16 to 25. So that, that, wow. that 10 year period. And so uh, right now our kids are inheriting our values, you know, so it's really imparent, important for us to, to be the models that we are, et cetera, et cetera. And when they're a bit older, it's going to be important for us to also allow them to, uh, to, articulate the values for themselves because these are the values that right. are going to define their generation. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well said. yeah. Thank you so much. Wow. Mic drop. That was like a beautiful closing <laughs> statement from you, David. Thank you so much for that. It's like you're leaving us with, with that message that we need to allow them to create the values for themselves. When they're a bit older, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Well, not right now. Like, <laughs> not right now. But like this whole conversation today with, with all our guests, it's, we really are laying the foundation. Exactly. Right. We're prepping them for that. I, I like what you said because it also gives us a limit. There are things that we can do as parents, but there is a time when they have to live their lives in the world that they grew up in. Because we're Gen X, like I'm Gen X. Yeah. Their life, my 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 childhood years has nothing to do with their childhood years. So exactly. it's a good reminder for parents to, yeah, do everything you can, but at some point you gotta let go. Let them finish that. <laughs> Yun yung masakit. Bakit natin dinala dito? We'll start preparing no, ourselves. <laughs> no, but I'm just kidding. I, I'm just really appreciative of this time that we talked about the importance of parenting. That's really what we're talking about. So thank you yes. for your time and your expertise. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been so such a great conversation with the three of you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, David. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Oh, wow. Thank you so much to all of our wonderful guests for today, Dr. Ryan Oy, Dr. Celeste Tanchoco, and David Esteban. And I like how we're wrapping it up, thinking of parenting as an exciting time. Mm -hmm. You know, not not anymore a challenging time or a difficult time. It's an exciting 
time. So thank you so much to all of our guests for that. That has been the show. We appreciate you guys. We hope you learned a lot today. Um, uh, and of course, uh, maybe in the caption, we'll give you some links or, 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 or tips, uh, uh, tips that we missed out on. Uh, in our caption for this episode. So this has been the Eavesdrop Podcast. My name is Fran. My name is Jelly. This has been Delamar. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. The Eavesdrop. No filter. Off kilter. Exclusively on Anchor. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.